You're listening to a 3CR podcast created in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au. Morning, welcome to 2020, and uh, into this week's edition of the Yarra Boss with Users Group Radio Show for Monday, the 3rd of February 2020. We acknowledge the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation, the traditional owners of the land from which we transmit people-powered radio. Thank you to Democracy Now for the previous hour of current affairs. In the studio we have today, we have Steve. Morning, and my name's Chris. And on today's show, we'll be speaking to Phil Barton from the Batlow Tumut Rail Trail Project. We first spoke to Phil on the 11th of February last year. Uh, Batlow and the surrounding areas uh, have been severely impacted by the Duns Road fire in early January. No doubt many people saw Matt Roberts' uh, horrifying photos of burnt forests, dead animals and the like while driving into Batlow on the 5th of January. And plus we've just been, you know overwhelmed by the incredible work by the local RFS to save the town. Uh, today we're going to be talking to Phil about Build It for Batlow and uh, some of the things they've, they've been doing there to pick themselves up after you know being bowled over by unprecedented fires which we could go on at a great extent which has happened in this words fail me Steve the, the, the start to the year with these devastating fires. Yeah yeah we're um We've just seen, been overwhelmed by all the images from lots of, so many regions have uh, affected by fires. The um, northeast Vic has been, uh, you know, complete all their major tourism, you know, major visitor uh, numbers for the year are um, uh, been uh, interrupted by the by the fire. Yeah, South, well, um, the southeast. Yeah. No one's no one's going fishing in Malakuta. Well, it's not just us us humans. It's like the whole fire complex is all down the eastern uh, part of Australia. Over a billion animals. That um, it's a um, I reckon it's a, it's a conservative guesstimate of, you know, if you yeah. look at it, if you look at an established tree, it's like a city. Mm. How much we've lost in this summer, and as we're seeing, like you know, this is not bike stuff, but you know, we're seeing in the last couple of days to do with things like koalas been killed down in Portland in a plantation. There's a massive wake-up happening across this country of how we, uh, our, our land management practices and how we don't step lightly upon a very, very brittle country. Yeah, that's, that's, yep, that's a good way of putting it. Yeah, and you actually rode through some of the stuff that's unfortunately... Yeah, well, there's, south yeah, there's of, been fires yeah. right across the route uh, between Canberra and Melbourne. You're talking you about draw, the Hunt 1000. Yeah, you could you could draw lines across the, uh, you know, across that route. There's uh, multiple multiple fire grounds now. Because uh, Michael, was it Michelangelo or how you pronounce it, that bit as you come south from... 
Canberra, you rode through. Uh, yeah, yeah, between Canberra and Adamitabi, um, that that area was very dry. Um, so yeah, a fire that got the run on there would have been really hard to stop. Um, Tharwell, um, that th- those areas, um, yeah, so not that far out of Canberra, surrounding the suburbs. And even when you were doing the Hunt 1000, you had to take a detour because of fires back in November. Yeah, so there was fires burning in November that subsequently, um, you know, took off again, those hot spots. And, you know, that that was... They were even preceded by the uh, cold front that brought snow to the high country. Mm, Because you went further south down to Whitfield, and even that now has been impacted. I'm oh, no, Hayfield. Hayfield, sorry. Yeah, I'm just sorry. The names. No, I went, to the, went down to Gippsland. Yeah. Mm. Um, that area, I don't think, has been affected at the current stage. Yeah, but today we're going to be talking about rebuilding and how bikes can help. Like in May, I've seen uh, there was some, oh, we'll go back about a fortnight ago. Um, Malakuta residents were requesting bike donations, you know, like to help people get around the town and there was donations for fit for purpose bikes being sent to series um tom kibble um i forgot his surname right who was involved with the spring dingling um stuff a few months ago which val and faith had him on the show he um got involved with that and was helping out getting those bikes and passed alongside with series to get you know, stuff out to Malakuta because you look at the map and you go, it's a long way east. That's uh, that's right. So the, I mean, the the rail trail opportunities go to Orbost. Uh, mm. Malakuta's uh, further on, but um, yeah, just for local transport, it makes perfect sense. And how it's impacted, like you know, we got our Alpine Rail Trail, all up there's been impacted. Audax Alpine Classic cancelled. That's it. That's the tourism miss out and lots of people not going there with their wallets. And their bikes? Yes. Mm. Okay, news snippets. Let's keep it really fast. What, Steve, do you want to look at the first one, which is a good news one? Okay, this has come from France. Um, Paris's mayor has a dream of the 15-minute city. Uh, that concept is th- that if you can walk or bike to work in 15 minutes, uh, and you can make it to your grocery store, a park, cafes, your kids' school, or anywhere else you might want to go on a typical day in the same amount of time, you're living in what's called a 15-minute neighbourhood. So that is a great aim. Uh, most people, even in dense cities, are spending a lot, lot longer than that getting to work, like yeah. New York, for example. So basically, trying to make it the Paris an entire fifteen-minute city, not just the you know inner packed areas, but outer as well, because there's a lot of Paris that people don't see or don't know about. Yeah, so it's it, it's it's basically making those you know neighbourhoods with services, mm. um, which increases like a business and work opportunity. Okay, Upfield Works, you may have heard about this, but yeah, it, uh, the inner north being stuffed around again. Um, bike riders forced onto Moreland Streets for 18 months after the Upfield bike path closure. Now, this is going to be, I'll just quickly look at it, the level crossing um, removal construction blitz along the Upfield line has forced the Upfield shared path used by 1,500 people today to close between February the 6th, that's Thursday this week, until mid-2021 between O'Hay Street and Albion Street. You, you imagine if you told said that to you know a motorist along there, one of their major thoroughfares, that, sorry, and there's, you know, and all the other alternatives are not fit for purpose. Yeah, so it, it's a... It's... <laughs> 
it's an overcrowded and uh, overused, you know, stressed corridor, and mm. it's looking like it's going to get worse. Yeah, it's understood that the LXRP, I live across in project, consulted with Bicycle Network Victoria and Vic Roads were determining the route. Did you actually talk to the local users? Um, golf clap there. Mm. And um, another bit, good bit of news, Steve. Ah, uh, yes, recycling scheme. Yay for container deposit scheme coming into Victoria. Perhaps there will be less glass on the road. And uh, a lot of the hard work has been done years ago for to get this in. Um, big, big clap to um, former Greens MLC, Colleen Hartland, who was a guest on the show several times over the years. Um, fantastic. You know, we have... Victoria will finally join other states and introduce a 10 cent refund on bottles and cans. This isn't coming in until 2023. I reckon it could be done faster. But uh, Victoria's really lagged on that one for decades, haven't we? Yeah, it's, it's, I mean, if you can get 10 cents for your bottle, maybe you just won't chuck it on the road. Less, um, less, yeah. bo- less bogan droppings? Yeah. Yeah. I'm not being classist there because I regard myself as a bogan, so I can take the Mickey out of my own kind. But yeah, those things that you're like. Pull, you know, you either have to replace the wheel or the tread, and sometimes even the rim when you get a really nasty piece of glass, especially bottle glass. Mm. So that we'll see how that works, but uh, I don't know. Twenty twenty three is there a state election between now and then? Oh, let me think. We just had one. Twenty twenty two. Yeah, pregnant pause there. Yeah. Anyway, I'm going to take a quick break, and I'll be back with Phil. And uh, we're going to be talking uh, about Bartlow, Toolman and the proposed rail trail. The Transitions Film Festival returns to Cinema Nova this February with a selection of cutting-edge documentaries about what it means to be human. Featuring local and international documentaries, the festival covers social and technological innovations, big ideas and changemakers leading the way to a better world. Themes include art, activism, climate change, resilience, artificial intelligence and the future of our planet. Transitions Film Festival, February 20 to March 6 at Cinema Nova and venues across Melbourne. Head to transitionsfilmfestival.com for details. A 3CR supporter. Goongarra Environment Centre and Wildlife of the Central Highlands have started an email action for the threatened Greater Glider. Over 25% of the glider's habitat has been burnt in the fires, and 90% of areas set aside for protection by the government last year have also burned. Yet their habitat is still being logged in the Central Highlands. Go to gecko.org.au to send an email to government ministers to call for protection of all remaining Greater Glider habitat. Goongarra Environment Centre office is a 3CR supporter. You're listening to Community Radio 3CR and this is the Yarra Bicycle Users Group radio show. And this morning, a recap um, interview. It was over a year ago. I uh, first spoke to Phil about the Bartlow Tourmet Rail Trail project. And Phil, you have... Not good news to report, but you've you've taken a bad situation or a, a horrific situation, and you're going to slingshot it into something good. 
Well, that's what we hope to do. The, um, the Tumut Batlow Rail Trail, which since the fires has been renamed Batlow Tumut Rail Trail, as it is the township of Batlow that the focus must now centre on. The proposal is to build a 32-kilometre rail trail facility along a redundant rail corridor connecting Tumut and Batlow. It will become one of the most scenic rail trails in the country. It will also be a powerful inducement to induce cycling enthusiasts from all around the country to cycle the soon-to-be-completed Tumbarumba Rosewood Trail. So there's a, there's a lot happening. Yeah, because uh, I said in the intro to the show around about 4th, 5th of January, um, you know, around Australia, we were watching an absolute disbelief of what was happening around the Batlow area, let alone people actually living there, experiencing that, you know, what was going on with the Duns Road fire. Um, it was just beyond belief. I haven't seen stuff like that since probably the, was it 82, 83 fires, if I get it correct, some of the visuals coming out of there. And, yes, it's, yeah. it's certainly been a hell of a, uh, an event to have. No one could ever have envisaged that such um, devastation could occur. Yeah, but on the... You know, when I was looking through some of the visuals, there was there was these. You could see the the perseverance and the strength coming through. Like you know, someone had taken a picture of the Big Apple because the area is renowned for your orchards. It was like the Big Apple stands defiant. It was like that. You know, they'd gone out of the way the RFS to make sure, or you know, local voles to make sure stuff like that was protected. But it's you know, you don't expect fires like this to go through areas like Batla. It's um absolutely incredible, but. Yeah. We're going to discuss the positive today. Well, yes, look, the Duns Road fire has had a devastating impact throughout the region, not just in the loss of physical assets. The health and wellbeing of our communities has been severely compromised. In particular, we, we cannot underestimate the mental health trauma during and following the fires. It is emerging as one of the single biggest concerns for our people. So there's so many things that, you know, the, our authorities have got to look at and support. Yeah, because it was um, something you put on your uh, Facebook thing uh, page, which was really, really quite powerful. And it was from the New South Wales Government Recovery Plan booklet, you know, the thing empowering and supporting um, community self-determination. And item 61, disaster-affected communities spontaneously begin their own recovery process. It is the role of formal recovery agencies to provide structured support, communication and coordination to assess these efforts. So you you guys have really you know, pulled yourself up and gone, right, we're going to go for this project and link it in for existing processes because there's, there's so much that it could benefit from it. Well, absolutely. The... The um, Batlow Tumut Rail Trail really is the only single large-scale project that could revitalise Batlow and Tumut in uh, tourism pursuits. Um, Batlow's on its knees. It was uh, once known as the, the town with the highest per capita income of any town in Australia. Today... Uh, it's actually on life support and we need more than just band-aid type fixes. We need major constructions such as the Batlow Tumut Rail Trail. Yeah, and uh, you've started the hashtag build it for Batlow and also yes. part of that, um, I know so you've got support from rail trials for New South Wales and Australian rail trials and can you tell us a bit about the Eastern River Riviera 
Rail Trail Alliance and how you can work in with them? Yes, we've been working with them now for a couple of years. Um, the Eastern Riverina Rail Trail Alliance, which consists of a rail trail of rail trail groups from Cootamundra, Gundagai, Tumut, Batlow, Tumbarumba and Wagga Wagga, who are, all have been actively pursuing rail trail networks that will eventually and seamlessly connect city folk in Melbourne and Sydney to a rail trail network access to either Wagga or Cootamundra. So the vision is clear, the commitment's unwavering, coupled to the fact that it's not only right for the future, it's fair and doable. We've got to make it happen. It's got to be the long-term vision. But in the meantime, now that the Tumbarumba Rosewood Rail Trail's almost completed, which it will be by April, we need to fast-track the Batlow Tumut Rail Trail to lift the communities of Tumut and Batlow, but also to be able to support the Tumbarumba Rail Trail. Yes, because you're not that far from Canberra. You're really not that far from Sydney. Uh, if you go 200k down the road a little bit more, you've got the Alpine Rail Trail, which is a massive success for northwest Victoria. Um, you've, th- these things have got to be looked at as part of the revitalisation and, as you said, long-term plan for the area. Because, you know... With with the ongoing bushfire crisis, so you're looking at all these amazing little towns and regional areas, which, as you just said, are on their knees. And mm. there's there there are workable solutions to get uh, these areas um, self sufficient, uh, tourism, uh, environmental, all these things that can be done. And as you're saying, this um, rail trail is part of you know it's a it's an a, a really good solution and something that's doable fast and also with a long-term economic benefit for the region. Yeah, that, that's right. And we're, it's to that end that we've really ramped up our effort to um, make it known to government as high as the Prime Minister, uh, the Premier, uh, all our uh, politicians in the area who have been absolutely marvellous during the, the fire crisis we, we have to make sure this project gets included in the suite of uh, projects that they're putting together to rebuild the community. Unfortunately, we, we don't have the support of our local Snowy's Valley's Council. You know, for five years, they've refused to engage with us. And now we've had the fires, the rules of engagement must change. They must come to the table and support the um, inclusion of this project in the possible suite of projects to rebuild Batlow and Tumut and Tumbarumba. Yeah, because you've also had, um, like, since uh, you know, early January, an ongoing instance from the Duns Road fire, you've had support from politicians and media up there, and it's like sounds like your local government needs to lift their game a bit of, like, you know, what's needed in, to invigorate the area. Now, look, I, I can only sing the politicians' praises uh, through this fire recovery. Um, our local MPs from Young, uh, Wagga and Albury and um, the Deputy PM and the Prime Minister and the Premier, um, they visited here. Um, our local politicians were here every day. They're very supportive. We're actually hoping to have a roundtable meeting with them in Sydney this week. We're just waiting on confirmation where the Rail Trail Alliance wants to sit down and, and talk this through. We've, we've got to move, and we've got to move quickly. 
So uh, we're not mucking around. We're, we're really going to lift the profile of the Batlow Tumut Rail Trail project. And uh, similar to what happened in the Black Saturday fires, the, the Great Victorian Rail Trail was built as a result of the recovery funding to get that area going. The same thing can happen here in uh, our region. Yeah, but Steve here, the um, Great Victorian Rail Trail has been a uh, quite a success for that um, middle of the state, um, Central Highlands uh, area of Victoria, and it surprises me that the local your local council hasn't uh, got the fig hasn't got any figures from like the Alpine Shire or um, you know City of Mansfield or or something like that. Well, we've had a battle since two thousand and six. There was a council report produced in August two thousand and six that overwhelmingly supported the building of the Tumut Batlow Rail Trail. Yet our councillors of the day decided to vote in favour of a minority of uh, farmers that were against it. And ever since, we, we just haven't been able to get the council of the day to support uh, our side of the argument. Uh, they've taken... Uh, last July, they took a impartial position meant they didn't support the farmers and they didn't support us. But by doing that, it effectively locks us out of uh, any assistance from the Shire in the way of using their community development department, applying for grants, uh, and, and or just sitting down and having a yarn with our councillors. Oh, uh, that's interesting. Yeah, it's been our biggest single problem is, is our local council. Wow, because I'm just thinking from our local perspective, we're in inner Melbourne and I've dealt with other councils around here, the door should be open. Um, that sounds very uh, unusual from our perspective because talking to councils around Melbourne about stuff, either it be like, you know, what officer and what department, is um, easy. Yeah. Very, very you know, interesting. I, I wrote to our councillors last Tuesday through the GM with copies to every councillor Three of the eight councillors rep replied. One agreed to meet with me. One said she didn't have time. Um, the only male recipient said he, he had no appetite for rail trails. End of story. Fascinating. Um, I'm just That, that doesn't yes, kind of play out when we're dealing with other councils. It's really interesting. No, it's, it's, it's uh, so wrong. Mm. And plus, I might add, our five years uh, study has not co cost our local government or state or federal governments, one cent. It's been wholly funded by our committee of three. Mm. Now, surely that alone should give some respect towards what we're trying to achieve. Is there a local tourism uh, board or association or something in the area? Well, yes, there's, there's a local community association um, that refuses to allow us to go to their meetings. Uh, unfortunately, the head of the association is also the secretary of the anti-rail trail uh, group from the Gilmore Valley. So, so the, we're bashing our head up against a brick wall. So local tourism, there. local tourism industry doesn't want to um, doesn't want to do anything to uh, increase its market. Well, yeah, no, the local tourism's been very supportive behind the scenes, as has uh, our Chamber of Commerce. But this battle's been so brutal and, and publicly so that a lot of people are not game to voice their opinion in favour of the rail trail because they're, they're afraid of intimidation or being black banned 
uh, with their businesses. Oh, just... So I, I understand why they don't they don't get involved. Um, I don't I just, blame yeah, them one I, little bit. That just sounds odd. I'm, just, I'm talking from a Victorian perspective, but... Um, I've never found a council actually do things like that. Even I've had some dealings with another outer council here that, you know, again, um, even the council officers and most of the um, councillors who didn't agree with a proposition still didn't put up the barriers to discussing an issue. So it sounds like somewhat snowy. Is it, what's the correct name of the council there? Snowy Valley's council. They're, they're acting like outliers. They should really lift their um, public, you know, the game in terms of talking to everyone on an equal and fair basis. Now, we're running out of time. On a positive yep. note, do you want to give some details how people can get in touch with you or show their support? Well, yes. Um, the best way is through our Battle Tumor Facebook site uh, and or our local Tumor Natalong Times. I'll put, put some uh, addresses of where people can write to. We, we're really campaigning now to get people to support us via writing to the paper and or their local council. Mm. So that info will be up on our Facebook page later today and we'd appreciate any support we can get. Yeah, because the 32-kilometre trail, I'm just looking at it, just, this, just this in summarisation, no private land is traversed. Not one, not one centimetre of private land is, is uh, traversed. Fascinating. But we have private landholders either side of us, but mm. they're... Their concerns are covered uh, in the plan that will come out of the Tumut, uh, the Tumbarumba Rosewood Rail Trail pilot. There are measures to protect their their rights to farm, their rights to privacy, all that sort yep. of stuff's covered. It's the same as the Alpine Rail Trail. Very similar land management issues there. Okay, that's all we've got time for today, Phil. I really appreciate you making time at short notice and all strength to your arm. Thank you very much. Thank you, Phil. Three CR is about community, and we welcome your participation at the station. Three CR is open to a wide diversity of volunteers and is a great way to connect with Melbourne's activist community. Have you ever thought about volunteering, doing a reception shift, getting a program on air, training in radio skills, or contributing to one of the station's committees? There are many ways to be involved at Three CR. To find out more, go to threecr.org.au and get in touch. And you're back listening to Yarra Bicycle Users Group Radio on Community Radio 3CR. Steve, have we got some time for quick news and events? Ah, just a really quick one. And remember, it's also time to subscribe to the station to feed Radical Radio. Um, Yes, do you need to do some maintenance on your bike or you want some advice or want to build a bike from parts? You can go to Back to Bikes. Um, they have a bike maintenance workshop at 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. Thursday, the 6th, th- 6th of February. Yay! Um, so you can contact Back to Bikes that are in uh, Williamstown Road, Port Melbourne, 525 Williamstown Road, Port Melbourne. Um, now, um, should I read that email? Just um, do the website. Um, website, yes. Look for, you may have to use your search thing i don't have the website for back to bikes but i'm sure yeah it's just it's just just there it's back to bikes.com.au yeah okay
Okay, that's all we've got time for today. Up next should be Shebop, followed by Black Block. Thank you to Phil Barton from the Batlow Tumut Rail Trail Project. Our podcast should be up later today at 3cr.org.au forward slash Yarrabud with additional information and links about today's program. Yes, and as Steve mentioned, it's a subscriber drive. So donate to 3CR so we can stay radical and independent. Go to the 3CR website and click the support tab and select either donate, subscribe, shop or fundraisers. You can subscribe to 3CR. It's $35 unwaged or concession, $75 waged, $150 solidarity band or organisation. And you can also visit the station at 21 Smith Street, Fitzroy during business hours. Three CR would like to thank our Yarrabug program sponsor, Vacro Second Chance Cycles, for their financial support. Second Chance Cycles is a fantastic community workshop that recycles bikes, trains people in bike mechanics, and sells bikes to the local community. To find out more, Google Vacro or drop into the underground car park, Harmsworth Street, Collingwood, any Thursday or Friday. You've been listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.